Hey y'all, welcome back to the Girl What Podcast crossover. I'm your second favorite host, Camille Ian. Not and- second. <laughs> Stop. That's what I thought about just now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was just ominously laughing about something before we started recording. <laughs> and Danielle was like, what? And I just said, it'll come up. Don't worry. It's okay. I'm so it. sorry. I did. You brought it. Just, That's hilarious because I too was thinking about that. So I feel like what Sagittarius season before? is off to a shady start. Like, and I'm just leaving. <laughs> I'll just leave. <laughs> Look at the world. Um, no, he but we is. are your hosts. <laughs> do you feel it yes. too? I feel it too. You know, I do appreciate Sagittarius. I'll say that they are important. They came quickly. Necessary yeah. evil is all them. Necessary evils, absolutely. Shout out to all the Sagittarius's out there. <laughs> oh shit! My party. little necessary evil. I love her. <laughs> That's kind of tough to have your birthday right around Thanksgiving. Oh yes, <laughs> or any holiday for that matter, because that either like lessens the importance, or you have to like go harder. You know what I mean? So true. No in between. It's really difficult. I mean, I'm just near what the Fourth of July. Who cares about that? Yeah, that's a that's a whatever holiday. It's a barbecue. Yeah. Anyone who's trying to like wrap up my birthday in the Fourth of July just needs to go. <laughs> <laughs> just you're not. This is where you're supposed to be. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> we are your fabulous hosts. I'm Camille Eon. This is Danielle Denise. We are here yeah. bringing you the recap of insecure season five the fifth and final season we're on what our fifth episode today yes yes oh. e5s5 e5s i listen <laughs> you remember like when the da vinci code was out and everybody was obsessed with shit that like looked like you know this like it could be spelled the same forward and backward upside down like, all that bullshit oh yeah it's like illuminati when 11 11 make a wish it's like all connected absolutely all or when the dates are like you know it's february 2nd 2022 important day you know how, how <laughs> many people are getting married on 2 2 20 that's what i want Ooh, probably a lot i feel like wedding season has been all pandemic long to be honest also that people are just ready to get married yeah they're ready to buckle down honey six months oh. in let's Tie the knot. I'm like, okay. For all you pandemic bays that made it through quarantine and made it through, you know, the the reemerging into society, con- congrats, mm-hmm. you did it. You're meant to be. Yes, congratulations on your holy matrimony in advance. That part. So let's get into this this episode. What Survive, was it what's surviving? It, surviving, okay. I was going to say survivor. Survivor, okay. <laughs> Survivor, okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna give up. Listen, it very it felt like that. It felt like um the focal point this time around was kind of like Molly because she's really having to step up in big sis role and take charge with her mother's health, which was pretty heavy. 
And we we saw it coming because they showed a preview of her in the hospital. So it was like, okay, something's about to go down. Um, I will say the way it started was funny because oh, Molly's just out here living her best life, hooking up with some random. Um, <laughs> it's always funny to know that Yvonne Orgy in real life is a virgin, you know? And Listen. so, like, this is full method acting. <laughs> My homegirl channel was just saying this to me right before <laughs> I came in here. Like, how how Yvonne out here talking about being a virgin and all this till marriage and being mm-hmm. the, the wildest sex-having person on Insecure? And I was like, duality. Duality. Okay. I mean... That is called acting. I like it. It's a commitment to the role. I was I, I say they do like a great job like keeping her covered. I feel like she probably has some qualms about being nude or something because she's never fully nude in these sex scenes. She's always got she had the whole dress on. I'm like, the whole dress on, girl? All right, I guess. <laughs> like, all right. Do, like doing your whole I feel like that's how people in like late nineties, early two thousands it it was that it was very that it reminded me of boomerang for some reason i don't know why sure. <laughs> and then also i don't <laughs> i mean i just don't say that but like when she was um about to climax she says i'm here <laughs> <laughs> that was strange to I'm me here. what was Oh, she said she's like I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm here. I'm like <laughs> I'm here. Okay. I mean that shit is so funny. And of course, like it's it's also it's smart. Like anyone who yeah. is also like prioritizing getting the joke in mm-hmm. when you're coming. Like yeah. I don't know. I'm here for that. I too am here. Uh <laughs> I'm still here. Oh no. <laughs> no, I'm That's what I think of immediately. Of I'm like, wait, what? I'm here. Never that was heard um that. my god. Did the... That song? Yes. That Tisha. Tisha Campbell. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she was doing like that dance. She was pop locking and all that. Here, here. I'm still I'm still here. Just <laughs> taunting motherfuckers. And get rid of me, bitch. I ain't gone. <laughs> I don't know what exactly. to say. Exactly. But um yeah, so that's how Molly starts off. And then she gets text messages, missed calls from dad, and just rushes straight to the hospital, which uh, I would say is noble, even though she didn't have time to change, but she still looked good. I mean, it's fine. <laughs> You sure did. And could we? I wish we could just spend most of this. Oh, the sh- it's a lot. It's it was only like thirty episode. seconds, but it was right. Oh no, so much happened. I was like, "You gonna change your name for this nigga?" Okay, okay, I, I won't actually. No, that part right. I was just like, "What?" Call my name. She's like, "Is that an A?" That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> no, she's a character. But yeah, she, uh, you want to talk about dualities. She goes from one emotion to a very distant. Truly, which is like, 
mentally, I'm sure that's just like a crash. It's like, oh shit, I have to go. And um, you just have to recollect your thoughts, regroup, and then you're greeted with like bad news because they, wait, wait. So when they get to the hospital, they go to Kaiser. I also feel like this is like a subtle subliminal dig to kaiser too in a way which is kind of ironic because in real life in the bay area right now the kaiser permanente employees are on strike because of being overworked underpaid and other um issues and conditions that they had going on in their facilities so i was like wow they like fully put kaiser on this episode like they actually put the name in and like Molly's family are taken to the wrong person, the patient. That <laughs> was like, wild. And also, first whoa. of all, black, if there is a large medical provider that black people in Southern California love, it is yes. Kaiser motherfucking permanent. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's like the biggest one. It's the biggest network and like the cheapest coverage for your... Yeah benefits <laughs> but from somebody who saw the inside of many kaiser permanentes uh, for many family family members for myself they are mm-hmm. some bullshit a lot of the time they're very disorganized they are they're a mess <laughs> i know that's they're the thing mess. they actually have like a rep a reputation of actually like kind of fucking up so it's hard. Um, I do have friends that also work at Kaiser Permanentes, but they're also a part of the strike that's going on in the Bay Area. So I hope they get what they want out of that. But it is a staple amongst the black community. I agree with you there. So, but it was just so weird <laughs> and kind of funny, but also just sad because I'm sure that happens quite a bit, just being brought to the wrong room or just some inconsistency somewhere which makes the situation so stressful because when they said like she has like moments to live, I was like, damn, like this is only five minutes into the episode. <laughs> like, sheesh. Like y'all so aren't the ass tracking this. Also, and, like, I don't think we mentioned at the end of the episode last week, but I fully was like speculating about somebody yeah. dying and I fully forgot what the episode was about. Yes, we did. We definitely said that at the end of the last episode. We're like, somebody's going to die. And then we try to take it back. Yeah. So It was like 30 minutes after we, we stopped recording. And then it was like, okay. Yeah, well, exactly. I'll clear it up next week. <laughs> right, right. So it's nice to report that she isn't. The mom is not passing. But the variables of... Um, estate planning isn't met yet they haven't finished it everyone's antsy you can kind of see there's tension and molly's just trying to hold it together i would say i'm proud of molly this episode she's like yeah like she was actually like she wasn't doing too too much i felt like she was going to because i kind of feel like she likes to control shit Mm -hmm. and she kind of like was like telling the doctor on the low like hey i know my dad is like the go-to but you can also tell me it's okay and i'm like "Uh oh <laughs> right so with the that- exception of like her with of that webmd moment i would mm-hmm. say molly handled it pretty much like she was uh, a fine level too much like a justifiable level justifiable yeah because 
hospital stays are just never comfortable. Nobody's comfortable. Nobody's in a good mood. It's hard to be like communicative, insane <laughs> when and calm, cool and collected. <laughs> exactly. When your loved one is just like on a breathing tube and you're not sure of their situation or circumstance. So Yeah, it's hard. She she did she did what she had to do. So I would say I'm proud of her. This felt like um a turning point a little bit for her where she just like I'm here because I have to be, but also I want to be and I want to make sure everybody's good. She took the ropes. So I'm proud of her. It was also interesting to see like her two competing like um you know, she's she's very focused on um her relationships and sex. She's also very focused on work. Mm-hmm. And it was sort of cool. I mean, you know, there are things that are going to come up with work, it seems like, down the line. But it's cool to see her really focus in on being with her family and in, like, a healthy way. Also, I wanted to ask, I mean, since, you know, Molly's going through this, we might as well go there. I I have been in, like, this sort of, like, family call to the hospital situation a number of Mm -hmm. times. I don't know if you have Mm -hmm. as well. But what sort of role do you think you play as far as like you're like sort of are you are you calm are you like the one making the calls are you just sort of looking out um and if you haven't been in this situation before like what do you think you would gravitate to Mm, great question i feel like my sister is probably the the ringleader in these situations Mm -hmm. and it's more so because she chooses like she definitely just says get out of my way i'm going to the hospital i'm gonna do that like she just takes on such a charge and i kind of just let her because if i try to step in we'll fight (laughs) and that doesn't solve (laughs) anything so I've definitely just kind of let my sister be the the that person, kind of like the responsible one. Not to say I'm not responsible, but when it comes to like those immediate moves to like either go to the hospital or figure before you even get all the details, she will hit the road. Like I'm on my way. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> like it, oh, like this was it's it's intense. Like when yeah. my mom. My mom had appendicitis in September and um, it was pretty dramatic. So my brother texted me that he had to call an ambulance for mom because she was in that much pain. And my sister was like on my way. And I was like, what happened? So like, I like to ask more questions before I just, and I was also doing something, but it doesn't mean like I shouldn't have just hit the road, but it was just a lot of variables for me to just be like, okay, I want to understand the level of concern we're at not to say it wasn't important but it was just like the way my sister just jumped on it I appreciate it I even thanked her I'm like you know what sis I'm glad you did that because I went out the next day and I ended up staying like a couple of days longer so it was like okay this kind of works out where we all don't have to be at the same time you know yeah a game plan plan can be met but exactly it is hard to like be the leader too like if you are that person because like you have to make these executive decisions and you're not even sure if they're the right decision (laughs) oh not at all you're just you're just moving you're just moving confidently at that point 
Yeah. And trying yeah. to not focus on the emotional part because the emotional part ain't going to help you make no decisions right now. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. And it's like, you're literally like you have someone's life in your hands. That's what it feels like. It's like no big yeah. deal. This is just someone's life <laughs> that I'm <laughs> trying to make a decision for, but it is Ooh. very difficult. I totally get it. Um, I was about to say though. Lost my train of thought. But yeah, no, all that to answer you is that my sister is that girl. She'll do it. And I kind of just let her do it because it just makes more sense. She can handle the urgencies. I'll come in on the back end and just kind of like assess the situation and come up with a game plan for the rest of the time. So, yeah. That helps. And it, it, it has to be like, I don't know. I think there has to be like a dynamic. I think that's, it's great that it's great when there are, um, what's the word uh peaceful like it's good when there are mm. siblings obviously siblings that are not you know <laughs> pissed off at yeah. each other but um right. ones that can like work together and just like you know take on different roles and shit um i am absolutely the jump in the car we got if i can go because i i just mm. avoid emotion i avoid my emotions when a crisis arises like this because i immediately go into i'm gonna let all these other outwardly emotional pe- uh, people do they shit first i'm gonna get in here ask the questions see what's going on <laughs> notify no, the that's family good though that is good that's good somebody's got to be that for winner but ooh child it's too much. I just need to know. Yeah. <laughs> I woke up to a bunch of missed calls after uh, my dad had gotten to a, a car accident. Like, this was maybe seven, six or seven years ago. Um, but it was a bad one. And he had to be rushed to the, mm. they had, it was like a Jaws of Life, life situation. He had to be rushed to the hospital. <clears throat> and Ooh. I had to let people know. And I had to get my ass to the hospital. I had to, I had, I had no idea what, all I had was a voicemail and somebody to call back. So I just had to like, it was, his, uh, his doctor left me a voicemail from his phone. Oh, wow. So I just had to get down there, see what was going on, let the family know that I didn't know anything and just keep it together. And uh, just w- and until I knew more to, to tell people. But I'm absolutely yeah. someone because I, I, I don't know. I don't I have a hard time processing the emotional part of a crisis. So mm-hmm. I try to keep myself busy with the shit that needs to get handled. Like like the tangible. I can see it. I can check that off of a list needs to get done shit. Exactly. That's me, too. Like, what can I help with like now? Because and that's something even Molly like took it a step further with bringing up the estate planning again well actually it was the aunt that brought it up technically but molly was like kind of <laughs> pissed that they didn't finish it yeah i guess a big deal if mom does not make it but it's a, it's a, it's like a tricky time to bring that up it's important but it's not a good time you know because yeah. <laughs> so. it's like it is what it is <laughs> like yes you were right molly but also we're here <laughs> We're I'm here. here. Exactly. <laughs> we are still here, girl. We haven't even left the hospital. <laughs> Tisha, let's go. Wait. Tisha, bring the tape. <laughs> bring the beat in. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. 
that's uh, yeah no this team, this uh, episode was really like dark and I saw that Carrie Washington directed this I feel like she has a very specific style to her directing yeah it's yeah. like it's simple and very reliant on the dialogue mm-hmm. it does yeah and she kind of makes you sit with moments like the part yeah. towards the end of the episode I'm kind of jumping but where Molly is just having that moment with her mom in the hospital and I was like oh yeah. I could cry right now I felt that that was tough I had to like take myself out of it I'm like okay Carrie you're killing this <laughs> Carrie's really a great director she's doing yeah she does pretty good so I appreciate those little sentiment moments of just like stillness and kind of like an awkward silence because it's so heavy and and it's real. It's so real. That's what it was. It felt very real. Those are real moments for people. So. Especially in this situation when you're like brought together with family over something like this in a place like a hospital. Like there's mm-hmm. so many moments where where it's like, I don't know what to say. That part. Speechless. You just have to sit in silence for a little bit. So it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Now going back a little bit, let's get into... Issa, good old Issa. (laughs) Issa D, good old Issa D, just being her beautiful, awkward self per usual. Um, It feels a little better this time around with Nathan. Doesn't feel so awkward. And I will even say Nathan stepped up a little bit. Little baby step. I see it. I see it. Yeah, I feel like when he said in the when they were in the car and he was taking Isa to the hospital and he was like, "Whatever you need," that was that was touching. I love that. Listen on my whiteboard, I wrote quote whatever you need. Yes, (laughs) that was it. That that was when I knew Nathan could stay for now. Yeah, (laughs) Nathan, you stay. You're good. You're good peoples right now. Issa was real awkward. She's just, uh, and it, it, you're right though. It is a different kind of awkward. It's a very like, I'm scared of being vulnerable awkward. And it's like, uh, mm-hmm. I want to be mad at her, but I feel like I, I get this more than I want to. And I feel like it all stems from their, their rocky beginning back into this. Like yeah. working together. Well, first messing around him dipping working together, trying this new little relationship out. After Issa low-key broke up with him to go date Lawrence, Lawrence is out. It's a lot of like back and forth where I wouldn't want either one of them to really reunite. That's why I felt so indifferent about the ending last episode. So this time around, if Nathan's giving some effort, he's giving energy, even when they were in the bed and Issa was almost like kicking herself out of his crib like oh you have stuff to do I can go make plans or some shit and he was like no I don't and I was like well Issa look look at this look he was just trying to like ground her like I'm he- again I'm here <laughs> right I'm here in the presence oh of my you. god <laughs> this what is coming do you up do? in every scene I love this <laughs> um 
Yes, that's so true. Like he was, he's really like just seeing Issa. I think after he got called out last week because he was so critical of Issa's, of Issa's like indirect awkwardness, mm-hmm. and I think we're seeing him like look past it to be like, I see what you are trying to make happen. So let me just like make a couple things a little clear for you. Yeah, exactly. So oh, nice. And- it's always communication, you know, the lack of it is when things start to arrive. That's when Issa becomes more, I would say, awkward and distant and almost a little defensive. Like she just mm-hmm. kept saying, no, I got it a little too much when she didn't have to do it alone. So that that relationship, I don't know. I still don't know. And we'll get to the ending in a bit. But I did appreciate. No, actually. Before I even get to that part, the part where they're walking the dog and she's FaceTiming her mom, who I love. I love that actress. I can't remember her name, but she's amazing. Well, it was it was also just it was really cool just to see Issa like when when she first got to the hospital with Molly. It was just really nice to see her drop everything and really reciprocate the energy that Molly was bringing a few episodes ago by just being there and just per, like see, trying to figure out what you need and yes. trying to provide that for you. Like yes, when she yes, was straight yes. up, when they straight up like switched clothes. Cause, Cause I think that happened before she went to go get the dog, right? Oh, that did happen. Okay. My bad. I was going <laughs> to go out of order. Yes. No, no, no. You're all good. Right. We're, we're trying to put this puzzle together. Um, mm-hmm. But wait, I also wrote down when Issa gets to the hospital, she walks by somebody. I don't know if it was, wasn't Molly's aunt who like sneezed and was like, doctor, was it cancer? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Was that her aunt? She's like, doctor, when I cough, it's like a, uh," and now it's like a. (laughs) (laughs) She's so stupid for that. That shit was so that is so See, funny. I That's- also hope that I get to on a couple of occasions. I don't want to have any hospital occasions, but I do like at family See? functions. I'm her. <laughs> like I'm just, <laughs> I'm her, but like self-aware. <laughs> Listen, yeah, that hospital part is like laugh. so accurate about like how each person like takes on grief of any type. Like you have persons that are super inquisitive, has all the questions for all the nurses. You have the little brother who's just counting shit and just being fidgety and annoying. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody is just in the their jokester. head about <laughs> how they cope with uh, trauma. So mm-hmm. it was it was a precious scene as well. But um, yeah, no, Issa was doing a great job being a good friend to Molly. What did you need? You want some coffee? You want some Takis? literally traded clothes i love that he's just straight up was like you want to trade clothes (laughs) now yeah i don't know if i would have done that but i love that they did it i love it right not (laughs) danny said not my gospel but that's cute Uh, yeah i mean it's appreciated it's appreciated and it was a nice dress so i was like well if it was that maybe yeah (laughs) but and it's a good thing like, she did too because it took her yeah. a while to get back. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. Right, she went. That's when she went to go walk the dog and yeah. pack the bag and all that. So getting to the back, or yeah, the dog walk. 
Issa's talking to her mother. She, the mom peeps Nathan in the background, talk about who's that? Who's over there? <laughs> Such a mom <laughs> that thing. Was like so cute. <laughs> they were having the cutest. It was nice to see that, like Issa, you know, was not bullshitting. She actually sent her mom a nice message, which she oh, mentioned yeah. earlier. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, Issa, did you did you really? Did you really send right. your mama that message? Right. She actually followed through with her words. I love that. And then her mom wanted to be introduced to her new little friend, Nathan, who confirmed that they are together. <laughs> your little friend. I hate that. Yeah. Who's your little friend? It's very much that. But Nathan said I'm, well, he didn't say I'm the boyfriend. But when the mom asked if he was the boyfriend, he said, yeah. And Issa smirked a little bit. She's like, aww. <laughs> like, that's cute. Like, okay. That is and, cute. And then Issa's mom was like, I need to get your number. <laughs> Issa don't be answering my call. Yeah. And that's when Issa put a stop to that interaction. <laughs> and then right, and then she was done. Like, okay, mom, thanks. Bye. <laughs> like, hell, if there's one thing that will not happen until the absolute moment that it needs to happen. It is Word. one of these parents getting the digits to a, my partner, please. Have you ever reached that level? I've never reached no. that level with any of my partners. Absolutely not. Yeah, that's so, I mean, it's not uncommon, but it's like, I it's don't just, know. <laughs> I don't see it, the it's past a, It's past a certain threshold that I have not yet passed. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Same here. I haven't passed that threshold where I'm like, yeah, y'all can talk without me present. I haven't unlocked <laughs> that terrible level yet. <laughs> right. I can see like the good and the bad coming out of it. It totally depends. But I appreciate that level of comfort. That's where I would want to get to where it's like, yeah, cool. Y'all talk and leave me out of it. Those are, those are the levels I want to get to. So it was, it was cute though because mom brought it up. And she was like, very serious. But, you know, you got to tell your mom, calm down, <laughs> relax. <laughs> it's only been like three days. Back off. Or, and that's the thing. I don't even know how much time has lapsed between that last episode and now. So it's like, it feels like the next day. <laughs> yeah, it feels very, it still feels quite new. It can't be that much time. I don't, yeah. I don't even think it's a week. Right. It's too fresh, too fresh. So I do kind of wish they would have a little more direct combo because, I know if I was in that situation, I'd been after we I hung up with my mom and be like, "So wait, you're my boyfriend now? Just want to confirm. Just want to confirm." <laughs> like, it's very like it's it's so interesting to see that like Issa is so like mature in the work and the business realm, but when it comes mm -hmm. to relationships, she's still like very she's very young in her demeanor in a new relationship. Like she got to a certain comfort level with Lawrence. But mm -hmm. in a new relationship, she's very like, ooh, ooh, me. Mm. Like very young. Yeah. Just very young, youthful energy she's got. <laughs> yeah, it is that. Like, just like a kid, like a child, just like blushing and just awkward all the time and not sure how to like put her sentences together. <laughs> mm -hmm. In her head and obvious about it. Yeah. So, yeah, I really wish they'd get to a point where they could talk a little bit more about it because even back to, like, the bedroom part, she was just like, oh, we're taking this slow, right? Like, we're not trying to rush and da-da-da-da. And I'm like, 
Well, I don't know. Nathan's just going with the flow with everything, which guys are really good at. I will say that they just go with the flow with a lot of situations with women. Show so do. it's not yeah, it's not out of his realm of comfort. But I just wish for Issa's sake, like she would just say, Hey, so this is it, right? Like for sure. I just wanna approve what the what you said to my mom <laughs> is happening in real life. So until then, that's always going to be their dialogue. It's just always going to be some like looks and body languages, but never some actual verbiage happening. So I'm going to pray for Issa as usual because that's her crutch. Nathan's but. done a lot more to like, um, what's it called? Like adapt to Issa's communication style, but Issa yeah. has not done nearly enough to adapt to his. <laughs> Right, right. Issa's like um, it's a puzzle, and I can kind of relate to that. Where like when you don't talk about like how you're feeling about something, no one's ever gonna really know. So it's hard. It's hard. I totally get where she's coming from. It's just frustrating to watch because oh, it's yeah. like oh, you could get so much further if you just spoke up. But I feel like ultimately she's just not over Lawrence. So <laughs> there's that. I hate that. <laughs> Let's go have his baby. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. Let's talk about that part. Wait. No, no, no. We can't. Things? That's literally the last part of the episode. That's the last part. <laughs> okay. My to. bad. So you, <laughs> you said, "Oh, wait. Let's do it. It's happening." <laughs> <laughs> I got excited. <laughs> no, as you should. No, as a matter of fact, <laughs> that is the heaviest part of the episode. Uh, it is. Well, actually, wait, you're right. Go back to where Issa gets close to Molly and they have another moment. And um, it reminded me, have you seen this TikTok where it says, bitch, you doing a good job, bitch, you doing a good job. <laughs> no, or maybe I have. I can't keep oh my God. I'll find it for you. But that's what it felt like when Issa was just like hyping up Molly the whole time. And I love that. Like she's like, it. bitch, you're doing fine. Like you showed up, you're yeah. here, you're taking charge. Like just being a good friend and even checked in again about if she's hungry or she wants some coffee. Doing so the nice. Lord's work, being a support system. It's really, it's just so good to see. It was beautiful. I... Oh, wait, are we there yet? Oh, I think we are. I forgot to mention a couple of things. Um, when they were, I think the morning of, or I think it was after Issa left to go get, uh, the clothes and let the dog out who let the, um, <laughs> when they were uh, on the phone with their like aunt Betty or whatever, she, she asked mm -hmm. if she could like pray with Molly or, or pray with everybody. And then Mo Molly just said, oh. I don't feel like it. And then Molly's mom said, not right now, Betty. How about you text the prayer? <laughs> That's right. She was like, "Can you text it?" <laughs> Not can you text the prayer? Oh my god, that was so good. Can you text it? That's what I'm saying. Like every person just doesn't know how to grieve the same way. You got someone who's just ultra talkative, and it don't be about nothing or on the phone and loud, and you're just like, like for what? <sighs> Right. You just got to breathe through it. You got to feel you like you're here. It's not fun here. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> In a prayer right now. I mean, I love the gesture. 
But yeah, put it in a text message and let's send it around to everybody to read later. <laughs> I would say the same thing. I mean, might as well. They they were doing that shit with those chain emails. Like just what whatever. <laughs> oh my god. Time. That's so crazy you said that. My friend's mom sent me one like yesterday and I was like, What oh, no. is this for? <laughs> oh what in the I don't even know what year that was. It wasn't 2004 is happening to me. 2004. It was, it was later than that, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. When were chain emails happening? Chain? Um, these, the like Bible verses ones that my friend's mom be sending me? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I guess they're still happening. There it is. Oh yeah, they're still alive and well. Depending on who you talk to, you have a strong <laughs> Christian parent somewhere. They are still doing it, whether it's by email or text message, and it's usually coming from a droid. They have a lot of droid phones, so. Oh my god, um, they've really got a, a hold in Samsung Galaxy. Exactly, exactly. So. Oh, we Don't have to talk that. about Molly's WebMD moment. This was her low point of the episode when she started quoting oh, a yeah. WebMD about what her mom could be go- could be going through. <laughs> yep. This is where and she just, almost lost it. <laughs> I was like, I just don't believe that Molly the person is consulting WebMD. No. Well, I would hope <laughs> not. I would hope not. But, you know, not in, in the not like this. event of fear. Do you think that nurse was doing too much when she when she was just straight up like, "Oh, you're one of those." Oh, a little bit, a little bit, because it was like she was about to go on a tangent with it. <laughs> then got she's cut like, off. Exactly, she's like, "Have you checked her lipids, her her blood pressure, and this?" And I was like, "Oh," and the right when she said, "You're one of those," she's like, "Oh, I I've I've dealt with your type before." <laughs> <laughs> I know you. I know you, and you're just going to have to relax. And WebMD is not a source. I would have told her that, too. (laughs) People really be trying to, like, solve, like, diagnose themselves or solve the crime from home. And I'm like, no, no, Mm -hmm. stop that. You have to stop, you guys. Just go ahead and go to that urgent care, that doctor. Like, let them diagnose you professionally. I understand, though, because I used to be that girl as far as Web and D goes when I realized, like, this is a lot. Like, they be going extreme with these uh, symptoms and diagnoses. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> ain't no way I'm dying every single time I'm looking up something. Like, Jesus. Oh, any symptom gets you to death. And I mean, you know they do that shit on purpose because they want you to buy their drugs. Like, come on, cure your no problems. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Actually, yeah, no, I believe that 100% because there are, it'll tell you what you need at the end. Like, here's what mm-hmm. the solution is. You got to take these pills. You got to take a little Vicodin. You'll be all right. <laughs> like what you should do is, you know, go see your primary care physician. But for all you motherfuckers that don't have one, here's some right. over-the-counter uh, medication that you might want to consider. You yeah, should yeah. consult with your primary care physician. Oh, wait, never mind. Consult with your primary care physician. If not, head on over to CVS Pharmacy. Ask if they can recommend something. <laughs> See if they have a will you can spin and just... No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like Big Pharma is saying sometimes, but... 
Who knows? Truly, truly. Yeah, no. So another real moment in the hospital. Those mm-hmm. are all real ass moments. Even though I haven't been frequently in a hospital, like I've been enough to know like each person is going to react differently. So oh, yeah. it is a struggle, honey. But Molly got that call from Torian about work also. And that was sort of taking her out of the of that moment as well. Oh, Um, yeah. You know, I also wrote down she kept saying, what was it? Molly kept saying, I'll handle it throughout this episode. Like when it was about her mom, when it was about um, Mm -hmm. work, like it was always just I'll handle it. I'll handle it. And which is what she said to Torian when. He asked if, you know, one of her colleagues needed to take on her portion of the case that they're working on together because it's very important to their client that it's handled. Mm-hmm. And Molly just says, I'll handle it. What's the when's the latest I can get it to you? Which is a question I've asked many people. <laughs> <laughs> when, when is the absolute last moment you need this? Because that's when it's coming. <laughs> you said midnight. <laughs> Got you. (laughs) No, yeah. And that kind of reminded me of the Coachella episode where she took on that project while being in Coachella. Yeah. She's like, I got it and (laughs) did not have it at all. (laughs) So I hope that That doesn't backfire. So, yeah, you're right. Because every time she takes like on these responsibilities and wants to be the leader of the situation, like it was all good in the hospital, but then it in like her work situation, it could definitely backfire. Um, she doesn't have a man right now, but I have a feeling if she did or if she was trying to date at all, I'm sure something would would have went awry there. <laughs> like Drag she her. can't do too many different things. She has Drag to her. kind of stick to one goal and focus on it. So wow. let's pray that pans out. Okay. Wow. Drag the fuck out of Molly. I'm just kidding. I listen, I love her. I am her. Like I'm, I'm talking to myself. <laughs> it me, I'm she, she is me. Right. Uh, reflection no, that, right there. That is all I true see. though. Like it's mm-hmm. the haircut is nice, but there are still there's still work to be done. Oh yeah, the haircut didn't change Molly at all. It just elevated her look. That's it. Good for her. Oh. That is it. <laughs> so let's are we at the last uh, part almost uh two things that the mom said really quick when uh (laughs) she was talking to Ease about spending more time with her and then she said what are you doing for the next eight sundays i'm starting a book club (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) and then thank you she fully called uh nathan steph curry (laughs) oh oh she did she she sure did i just That is hilarious. No, she was such a mom in the whole situation. I loved it so much. It reminded me of my mother and stuff she would say 100%. So, yeah, no, that was, so it was so precious. So precious that Issa just handed the phone to him. Like, here you go. Have fun. (laughs) Right. Like, just let let her rock. Let her rock, little rock. And then, so it was yeah. after that scene where the where we go back to the hospital to see the WebMD moments. And then we find out that Molly's mom had a second stroke. And then oh, yeah. Molly confronts her dad about not telling her about the first stroke. 
Now, yes. this is definitely something that happens. The withholding of information because, quote, I don't want you to worry. Mm-hmm. The worst. What, I can't remember what Molly said, but it is a verbatim what, like, at least one child in every family or one parent in every, like, whoever. Like, mm-hmm. people say this verbatim. <laughs> but I cannot recall exactly what it was that she said. She was like, oh, no, not my mom. No, she's never had a stroke before. And it's like, <laughs> that's when the dad was like, well, <laughs> hold uh... on. <laughs> she's like in full denial like she's like no you you have that that's messed up that's that's a mistake Mm -hmm. just full denial because she can't handle any type of uh, information like that so i understand but yeah i feel like right there that's when she that's when you can kind of see her eye twitch a little bit i was like "Uh uh-oh like she might get a little crazy because i want to say after that is when she told the doctor or no, when the doctor came in, it was like, I have some news. Do you want me to wait for the rest of the family? She's like, nope, just tell me. I'm the leader, basically. So, And I think she delivered the news. Well, they didn't even show that part for real about her delivering the news. But I think she delivered it, hopefully, how the doctor said it and didn't add on to it, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah, because they did just approach her. Be like, what's going on? What's good, girl? Yeah, exactly. And then it was just a pause and then they switched over to I want to say this when they switched over to Issa. I keep brushing this ending. I don't know why. <laughs> no, you're all good. But yeah, if we do go back to Issa one more time. Right after her phone call with her mom uh, is when Flavor Flav, Molly's little French bulldog uh, runs off of his I don't know how he got off this I guess somebody must have just not buckled that shit. Because he just right. took off the leash, basically, with no thumbs and just walked away. Listen, he was a smooth criminal, right? He just slithered right out of that leash. Like, yes. I'm a free man. <laughs> and then what proceeds is honestly the laziest dog hunt acting I've ever seen. Like, they, they were not <laughs> looking for this dog. I just want to put that out there. They barely called for it. They were walking slow as fuck. Like Word. this cameraman, this camera person was not having to work to keep up with these black people looking for this dog. Listen, but at the same time, that felt very black. Like I don't know how many people would really run and look for their <laughs> dog like that in downtown LA, no less. Like that is that's hardcore. I feel like you almost have to run after your dog. But then again, they didn't notice he was missing until after he like fully escaped. So it's like me personally, I too would have been looking up on my phone. Replacement dogs, Frenchie, black. Like I'm going <laughs> to go ahead and just start now. Because in L.A., I feel like one, somebody would have stolen him. A homeless person would have picked them up and made them their pet. Like, I'm not about to fight anybody. So This is exactly why people in L.A. need to not buy dogs. Because yeah. y'all ain't going to pick up after them. And you're just going to let them walk away from you. Out of oh your life. Oh, my God. <laughs> Listen, it's all of the above. Like, people don't pick up the little dog shit, which is wildly annoying. But, yeah, like, people don't be... I be seeing people, especially in downtown, where it's it's pretty dirty. I'm not gonna lie. I see some dogs with the little doggy shoes, and I understand 
Because I'm like, oh, you're yeah. not coming back in the house. <laughs> you're, not gonna, you're not going walking through this disease and scum on yeah. like the streets. Exactly. Like just picking up all sort of shit between your nails. Yeah, yeah. We'll put some little doggy shoes on you. But if there's no doggy shoes and they be dragging them, like some of these girls are so mean to these little puppies. Like the little puppy's like, I'm trying to pee and he just gets yanked across the sidewalk anyway. And I'm like, (laughs) where is the humanity in these things? Like, y'all don't treat your dogs right. Like, do better. Do better. Please. I don't even have one, but I still care. (laughs) I just see too much going on in downtown. But I did love the interaction between Nathan and Issa before they left with the dog when Issa was like fully not going to take the dog out. And Nathan was like talking to Flavor Flav, the dog, being like, she was just going to let you die. (laughs) I was like, that's dark and hilarious. That that. is. But see, I am Issa a little bit because if if the dog doesn't like me and like, let's say me and the dog don't ever get along, like the chances of me actually taking you for a walk is slim to none. (laughs) I mean, that's real. (laughs) Yeah, I wasn't even mad at Issa because I have some friends with dogs that I don't like because they bit me. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not fucking with you. So I do not care about people's pets. Listen, listen, like I don't I'm not going to gush. (laughs) <laughs> I'm not gonna ask questions other than like what breed, just to find out that you don't know. <laughs> the breed. <laughs> oh wow, what breed is that? Um, uh, um, I mean, uh, you, I, I, I just um, like nobody knows what kind of dog they have, and it's wild to me. <laughs> and they think that is such a wild question to be asked. <laughs> Like, oh, it's a mutt. It's a little bit of everything. Right. I'm like, that okay. looks like Airbud. And you want to <laughs> act like you adopted this. Okay. All right. 100%. Love this. Oh, Love this for all dogs. of us. For real. If I had my own pet, like, mm-hmm. I will mow people down just so that it can cross the street. But. <laughs> Other people's pets, please. Babies as well. Uh, yes, yes. My nieces and nephews. Everything. Little Einstein. They're going to change yes. the world. Yes. Your kids. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Congrats. <laughs> Are they drooling still? Okay. <laughs> Well, Do they have teeth? Wonderful. <laughs> let me guess. You're tired. All right. Me, sit work. Me too, but for different reasons. By choice. I'm tired by choice. <laughs> right. You can't ever compare your tiredness to a parent. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> They'd be like, you're tired? Well, you don't have kids. I'm like, I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> acting like they've never been tired before kids like come on you were Listen. tired once you were tired and alone once yeah yeah it's definitely it's a tired they want to be tired for when you have the kids you definitely know there's a sacrifice of all of your sleep and energy so you it was a choice i hate to say it Listen, and I mean, there's, it's uh, I feel like it's different when there's like a little life outside of you just Every moment depending on you to continue to draw breath. Like, 
on the hour every hour (laughs) (laughs) until they learn how to talk (laughs) and even then it's just more commands (laughs) yeah more yeah they they learn more words to not use correctly like (laughs) like they learn how to talk but they don't learn how to really tell you what they need and even then (laughs) they're going to try you because they know more words and they develop um smarts you know (laughs) i'm a smart ass which is yeah Yeah. i deserve and then followed by questions like why why not why not mom and it's like oh my god stop (laughs) why 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 there's no off button like it's just they wake up ready for chaos and whatever else is on their mind trying to figure out what kind of shit they can get into that day so I, I love it. I think it's it's funny to watch. I will say on the outside looking at it, it is always hilarious when my friends show the debauchery kids can get into like their favorite lotions and makeup and oh, just yeah. fuck up everything. And I am cracking up. But I know kids in the creative. moment I would probably cry and like, I don't know, lock myself in the closet like nobody oh, loves I- me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh yeah, but it, but it is fully going to be like. So are we? Are we in a place to laugh about this yet? Because I would like to be. Yeah, I would love to be able to laugh about this with you. Can we? Exactly. Like, when can we get there? This needs to be funny now. I hurry up and heal. Right. Hurry up and heal. That's a good. Jokes. That needs to be on a shirt. <laughs> hurry up and heal. Oh Lord, that would sell. I yeah. We need to make some merch. But yes, I think we've covered everything. Well, yeah. To the ending. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. We still have we still have to find Flavor Flav. Oh well, yes. Who just magically walks back to the front of the complex? I gotta tell you, (laughs) the storyline and all of Insecure that I am most dissatisfied with is this dog hunting story. Because yeah, what? How in Los Angeles does a beautiful black and white French bulldog just go moseying around without a leash or collar, and then just walk back up to the people that they, that he is supposed to return to with nobody stealing him, anything like that? No. Important things happen between Issa and Nathan, absolutely. But this lost dog little arc is unnecessary. (laughs) This did not need to happen. Yeah, and I guess it was just for like the bonding moment. It was it was kind of cute for Issa and Nathan, but I I truly am wanting to know the dog side of the story. I would love to know like, did he go to the liquor store and get him some chips, and then he was like, okay, I'm gonna come back. Because he was yes. so chill. He didn't bark or nothing. <laughs> I hope. Fully unscathed. I will gag. I, it will be. If the second to last episode of this season is just what the dog got into, I would love it. <laughs> I would love that this would become like high art. Agreed. Agreed. I'm here for it. That so would be so Shout out to funny. Flavor Flav because he made it and, back. And shout out to Flavor Flav who is. Who was, um, I think, a year sober or two years sober or something? I saw something about this over the weekend. The dog? Oh, the actual. <laughs> like, yeah, this. 
This dog used to be a bit of a pill at the party that I would go to. <laughs> no. My bad. The- I was so lost for a second. Like, no way. They didn't talk about the dog that much. <laughs> the man who, uh, I don't know, sank a thousand ratchets. Mr. Flavor Flav of Flavor of Love, unless you go all the way back to his like music catalog from the early 90s. Oh, no. Fight the Power. Flavor Flav making music is not my Flavor Flav. It's not my ministry either. I mean, I didn't grow up on that music for real, but Flavor of Love, Flavor Flav was pretty iconic for the 2000s. That's my hero. But congratulations to him. He's sober. I didn't know he had a problem, but shit, who don't? <laughs> so. right? I mean, listen, like, he must have watched the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> he must have went back and finally watched it and said, you know what? Yeah, Flavor Flav, this is on October 19th, uh, celebrates one year sobriety with his famous friend. And wow, mm. the wonders of being sober. The The... For the most part, the damage is done, but you know, he's seen there's more life in his eyes. I'll say that much. Does he look better? He looks, he looks better. He, he his eyes look younger. He looks more aware. Mm. Listen, that drinking, well, did it, is it drinking or they didn't say what the substance was? I can't, I would not, I would be surprised if it was one thing. I'll say yeah, yeah, I feel like it's like a multitude, a cocktail <laughs> of things. You know what? It says alcohol-free. He, mm. he, on his Instagram post, he has checked it. It says one year. I cannot stand when niggas do commas instead of periods. Like, <laughs> when they do an ellipsis, but with commas. That drives me crazy. <laughs> it says one year up, comma, ellipsis. Lots more to go, comma, ellipsis. Next year, I pray my whole family will be walking the same path I am, comma, ellipsis. I love that. <laughs> I know I'm being real shady. I mean, I'm being real shady about grammar, but that's okay. Um, I forgive myself. I, <laughs> I do love that for him, though. Love that for him. Cheers to Flavor Flav of turn, turning his life around a little bit. He's in his 50s. I don't feel like, I don't know how old he is. I feel like Listen. he's around my mom's age. <laughs> I, I I have to imagine he has stopped having an age. He is just an entity. He's just an elder. Yeah. <laughs> an entity that's even better he is our elder oh my god (laughs) right we call him sir i have sir flavorfully (laughs) yeah i I, i'm I'm proud of him (laughs) i feel like when you get older it's definitely harder to kick a habit so if alcohol was the vice and he's able to put that down for a couple years that's a win I that mean, is a win. Keep it rocking. Yeah. Find so. your find your freedom in the music or just find your purpose in other things. Right, because I don't know what he'd be doing. Right. What shows Play some he's chess. on. Maybe he'd be, yeah. I don't know, doing some parkour. Parkour. Yeah, he might be working out. Who knows? Yeah, he might be boy. doing a flavor flame fitness. Just like spider manning across building tops. Can you imagine? Sp- Spider Manny <laughs> dropping clocks. Listen, you know he see see. That's what I'm saying. He's our elder. He should be sitting down, playing with <laughs> his like eleven children. He has a lot of kids. He has a lot of kids. A whole gaggle of children. 
he has a, a whole basketball team. Oh my god! I don't even know, but bless him, bless him. Yeah, because we're digressing. <laughs> we yeah, we gave you a lot of time, flavor flip. You're right, welcome. we went from the dog to the actual person. So. And you know what? He gave us a lot too. He did. He did. <laughs> so I'm I'm just happy Flavor Flav was found by Issa. Well, he wasn't found. He just decided to show up back to the yeah. house to say, "Hey Issa, hey guys, I'm I'm basically ready to come back inside. I did my thing." Well, he came and, back because um, he knew what he was about to witness, which was something I had to actually rewind because I heard about this on Twitter, but I didn't see it. And then I was like, wait, I missed it. When was when did this happen? What? But um, Issa, they were just talking about, they were just ha- happy about the success of the day. They were just gushing with each other a little bit on the bus stop. Issa said, uh, I just, you know, I appreciate that you're just so patient with me. That's what I love about you. Or, wait, that's who why, said that? or she said, that's why I love you. Uh, Issa said that to Nathan. She said that? Yes. Oh, and shit. I per- the way that that is framed, I personally like it it got the reaction of like, you know, don't say it first and like even in the show it was like a little moment and Nathan didn't say it back. He just kissed her. And she you can tell that like she sort of like had that look afterward. And but I just I don't know. People throw around I love you so casually when it comes to friends and stuff like mm. it's bound to at least like it's bound to at least slip out when you're getting comfortable with someone that you're like being intimate with yeah like i, I think so why can like why can we very casually say i love you to friends but not to romantic or not to like people that we're interested in i, I feel like it's because you never know what the other person feels about that word because some people put a lot of weight on it. Like, That's what? You love me? And it scares them. Mm-hmm. So, and then with someone like Nathan, who is um, manic depressive and stuff, who knows what his trigger word is, you know? That's if it's true. a word or an action or behavioral. It could be but something. It could be something. So I can see... I have to watch this episode again because I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that at all. I fully had to go back. (laughs) Because that's how casual it was when Issa said it. It wasn't like this moment of like, "Ah, I love you. I don't even think she had that like intention. I think that she does have love for Nathan. I, I don't think that she's necessarily thought about it. Right. But it was just, I don't know. I thought it was very innocent. It, it's, yeah, it's, that's tricky. That's tricky. I definitely wouldn't think too hard about it, even for Nathan, because it's so fresh. And it's like, okay, I mean, I love you too. It's just we put so much value on that word, love. We do. We absolutely. You know, we can say it to our friends because when you do love your friends, you mean it. But when it comes to romantic partners, and if you had partners who don't either like to say that right away or they don't say it at all, or I've even had someone say it so quickly, like we were still in the talking stages and they were already throwing that at me and that felt weird. I even That's asked, fair. I was like, wait, you love me, love me like that? Like, 
love like and they were like yeah maybe like what does that even mean maybe i'm just being a romantic right now i'm like what does love you love means no more than what we have like what we have individually assigned to it that's true that is true so i think we should just take off the weight of it it's still a word and you should mean it you know should be like an intentional word but in that instance for her for molly or not molly for isa i don't know i can't i can't dig too deep with it because it's too it's too fresh yeah that's that's also true so who knows i i hope it's not i really hope it's not a major plot point but it's bound to come up it's bound to it's bound you're you're absolutely right so we gonna see we gonna see okay so i think we've covered we've covered everything we're ready to go back to the hospital to talk about this goddamn mess (sighs) (laughs) well first we have to talk well first before we get to the mess part of the hospital uh isa goes and checks in with her bestie for the resting miss molly Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's where she was doing you're doing a good job you're you know just hyping her up yeah for just being there sticking it out and just hanging on hanging on being a support system and so had really she already found that. out about the possibility of paralysis they did Okay. I think they said she had like permanent damage. Oh wait, is that what you were saying? That's yeah, what well, paralysis is. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I don't. Th- I don't know if they actually said what, like whether or not she does have paralysis. I think they just left it on. You might. Oh, did they say might? Okay. Yeah. Got it. It That's was definitely like she had the damage, the severe mm-hmm. brain damage. It was a big stroke, the the one that she had. So, mm-hmm. is what they're is what they're getting at with regard to Molly's mom, and I think that's pretty much where we leave Molly's mom's part of the story. We're just waiting to find out more, um, and that's it's hard, especially with something like that. Like when you think that it's just. It's more than just living or dead. It's also like, what's their livelihood going to be when they come out of this? Like, what's their quality of life going to look like? And how is it going to yeah. inevitably impact the family? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Strokes are no joke. I definitely That's have not. experienced that amongst family members. And it's life changing. It's life changing because it can be that paralysis where it's like they need help all the time. So it's heavy. That's why this whole episode was like real heavy. Like this is like a very common situation amongst black families. You know, strokes, I feel like is high on the black health issues. So it felt very familiar. And just knowing how it plays out sometimes is like it's a long term effect. So everyone's life is going to change despite the outcome. So Mm -hmm. hopefully Molly is able to get through it yeah. i guess in the later part of the season so we will see we will see more Praise we gonna see we gonna see 
But yes, so now we're in the hallway. East is in the hallway. Left the note in the hallway. I loved how this like happened. This is very like TV show nuances. So it's like, television. Yes, she saw the baby. And she saw Condola. Then she saw Lawrence, and it was like. <gasps> First of all, how the fuck you see the baby first? Like, you recognize that baby, Issa? You recognize <laughs> the baby? You recognize M- uh, Mufasa or whatever her, his name is? Okay. Mustafa? Wait, yeah. Okay. No, Elijah. <laughs> yes, Elliot Mufasa <laughs> Wilkins. Probably because it kind of looked like Lawrence. She's like. <gasps> Baby Lawrence? <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Young Lawrence, no. Young Lawrence. Young yeah, Lawrence. that exchange was so interesting. She locked eyes with Lawrence and then kept walking like she had somewhere to go. <laughs> she did But um, Lawrence looked like he saw a ghost. He was so stunned. <laughs> I, uh, like, oh, I wish that one of them didn't see the other. Like, please let just one of them. How, how about only Condola yeah. sees both of them? How about that? Oh, <gasps> ooh, that would have made it so much baby? juicier. That's it. Yeah, that actually that could have been messy. But also, I mean, it also just depends on what Lawrence and Condola are trying to do. Like, are they trying to be together and raise this baby? Or are they right. just putting their differences aside and doing the damn thing? So, yeah, yeah depending on that situation. That, yeah, that could have been more drama. Why couldn't it just be uh, Simba? Why couldn't Simba be the only one to see this? <laughs> these niggas? Just the baby locking eyes like, oh, hey, girl. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> nice to meet you. Heard like, all about you from my dad. <laughs> you should have been like, bitch, keep keep walking, Issa. Keep walking. You going to fuck up this You going to fuck up this house? You going to fuck up my bag, girl? You better keep it pushing. Right, leave my family alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're now the other woman. He said, I will get you pulled from HBO, bitch. <laughs> huh, Mufasa is connected, okay? <laughs> he has a family. He is he said, good. I just he has can't Kiki wait to Palmer begin. as an auntie. Oh, yeah. I mean, power. <laughs> the power of he that. Has protection. <laughs> That's wild. Kiki will like beat people down to get you to your throne. One hundred percent. So this is the yeah. Game of Thrones I need. I love that moment. That was a great moment. Um, no, it definitely makes for a very interesting next episode. No, it doesn't. I, I think it the, does. I don't want Issa. Ooh, <laughs> Issa about to be a stepmom. <laughs> I just want. Issa and Nathan to be to I don't know settle I don't know if they're settling I can't tell <laughs> oh yeah they're they're both settling I can see it I mean uh, right we don't know Lawrence's situation at this point in time but this seems giving, like a settle also yeah it does because like if he moved back and everything maybe they shacked up maybe they're trying to rekindle who no, it could be so many things, but they're definitely, from the looks of the trailer, going to be speaking to each other. Because why, why, why would Issa put them in the same hospital and not have them actually say words to each other? And I do, I right, I also don't like the fact that she goes, "Hey," like <laughs> so dramatic. Oh. <laughs> Please. <laughs> 
that is not cute. Like she's gonna be so awkward and she's gonna have to talk to both of them. And I'm like, ew, why would you even yeah. put yourself in that situation? That, why do you want this? <laughs> oh my God. But of course yeah. she's coming off the energy that of uh, Nathan not saying I love you back. And mm. that, you know, so I'm sure that is sitting with her. Mm. You know, Margaret, yeah. Issa has to be a cancer. She has to be. <laughs> She's giving strong cancer energy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this is a very strange season thus far. Like I said previously, I still want some juicier moments. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'll just take what's coming because it's the last season. They're going to do what they want to do. Let's get Mufasa on a playground, have him beat up some kids. Yeah. Let's fast forward till he's like three or something. And it's like a toddler and he can actually do stuff. That'd be great. There you go. There you go. Yeah. So... We're going to see. What are your predictions for this next episode? Oh, God. I predict Molly's mom is going to come out of it seemingly fine. And then we're going to find out something that we didn't expect was a problem is going to be a problem. Mm. Um, I think Issa and Nathan are going to have continued awkwardness and... I don't know. I don't know. I think Nathan is going to catch Issa in a lie about Lawrence. Or Lawrence and Nathan are going to see each other a la Lawrence and Daniel. Who knows? Mm. Who knows? I just foresee mess. Which is what you wanted. Yeah. Give me a little (laughs) spice. A little (laughs) razzle dazzle. That's all. You're so right. Because this whole show is about being insecure. And I feel like you can just play on everybody's insecurity by making some shit happen that didn't happen or did. Who cares? But it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's giving me, I don't know what it's giving me as of yet. And we're five episodes in. So I have a feeling this is halfway. Yeah. So Molly's mm-hmm. going to drop the ball on some work shit. You know, and I could see that. Right, because the preview showed Crenshaw is still a problem. Oh, And that whole focus thing. On, honestly, focus on that, Issa. Focus on Crenshaw and get Crenshaw. that together. Yeah, yeah. Have Nathan beat him up or something. I want to see a fight. <laughs> Issa and Crenshaw are going to fuck. <laughs> that works. Give me something. And then somebody mentioned Nathan's bipolar um, at the barbershop. So maybe he'll fight them. Oh, yes. So we'll see. We'll they see. Are, yeah. There is plenty of other shit. That is actually going. You want Jews? That that seems like it's going to be a pretty interesting one. I don't even know who that was that said that to him. I thought that was one of the homeboys. I hope not. I'll be really pissed. Well, I mean, again, drama. Love it. But I will be pissed <laughs> if it's our fucking Jason Derulo fan. Jeez. Oh, no. I don't think it was him. Okay. Pretty sure it wasn't that guy. But yeah, no. Either way, yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. Just because it just feels like we haven't hit a climax anywhere. So I don't know when are we going to hit like a high yeah. point, a boiling point. Like, it's where, really like, where is it? 
I feel like this season is like the cool down of last season's boiling point. Oh, so the whole season's got to be on simmer. No, 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 not necessarily. But it, it does feel that way in certain ways. Like it's sort of like following, like just basically just like where all the pieces fell. Mm. But there's definitely room for some more contention. Okay. We gonna see. We are gonna see. I hope we have a little more something, something going on. I'm here for it. Nathan and Issa, I'm still on the fence about it. It's still looking a little, I don't know, just unsure on both ends. But you know what else is unsure? Nathan or Issa and Lawrence. In fact, can we get Nathan and Lawrence fucking? Let's just get one for the team. (laughs) Like, come on. (laughs) I'm here for it. (laughs) I'm here for it. We go see. We go see. Because, yeah, that's the thing. We don't know what Lawrence was up to at this point in time. I'm really curious to figure out if he moved back yet. So. But they will be bringing it to us. He's moving back for sure. We gonna see. What's about that time? Yes, I think. I think that's uh, everything for this episode. Yeah, we really, we really. This episode more than others felt super quick because it was very limited. Hospital shots felt very, very quick. Yeah. It was hard to like sit in those emotions because they were so heavy. But then it was like they had to keep it going. They're like, and let's go check on Flavor Flav. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, not this literal hijinks, please. Literal. Get this dog back. <laughs> Get the dog. Let's save him, and then let's move on. So, yeah, we'll see. Maybe there'll be more appearances of Flavor Flav. Who knows? That's Maybe they'll about. have a confessional. You know what? I forgot that they said they weren't doing this year. They didn't have like that show within a show show. yeah yeah so they didn't have time these episodes feel short without any show in them (laughs) i know it's like well y'all really condensed it it's a cool 26 minutes so it is what it is uh, but be sure to follow and subscribe to girl what and the podcast wherever pods are cast yes we're bringing another episode to you next week. It'll be episode six. Uh, and I feel like it's going to be a pretty messy one. Fingers crossed. I want I want mess. I mean, we're Give getting me the goods. barbershop mess and Issa Crenshaw mess at least. Yeah. Loki, I don't even want Molly to go through nothing. She's doing good. I want her to keep well, doing right. good. <laughs> <laughs> Molly does Molly has provided this series with plenty of mess. So I was about to say she she's can- had enough every season. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't have to do this anymore. She don't. Give her a break. Mm-hmm. But yes, that's it for this episode, you guys. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Those Toodles. Some-